The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Barbara Young, your radio talk show host, and welcome to the Transformation for Success show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This show is broadcast every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in the Southern California area, and I invite you to join me by calling the studio live, toll-free, at 888-346-5754 and participate during the discussion. You can Skype any comments or questions during the show to Young or email me your comments at info at transformationforsuccess.com. You can also call me on a toll-free number listed on my website at www.transformationforsuccess.com. You can call me and get me directly. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and you can access me through these channels as well. When you visit my website, you'll find more information about me, my life empowerment seminars, coaching sessions for individuals and groups, my webinars, and networking events. And again, I'm announcing my upcoming Empowering Networking event on June 13th at the Wilson Creek Winery in Temecula, California. This event is from 11 to 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. with a wine tasting tour after for those who would enjoy a wine tasting tour in the wine country. And so for those of you who are out of California, around the world, come on, fly in and join us. We would love to have you. The price is only $65 for a delicious buffet brunch, and you get a special message from Dr. B. We're also honoring a group of young women that day who are making a difference in their communities. So I'd love to have you all come and join us. Now, before I begin the show, I want you to know that each day I wake up passionate about the opportunity to transform the lives of men and women and to give them information that they can use with messages of hope and encouragement. My mission simply is to make a difference in the lives of others. I firmly believe that integrating and feeding the spirit, soul, and body is the key to transforming one's life for greater personal and professional success. Now, this is a show for everyone around the globe, the young, the bold, the seasoned, and the restless. So I want to thank all of you for your emails, words of encouragement, and I do so appreciate hearing from you. But keep on emailing your questions and comments to info at transformationforsuccess.com. 
www.thelovingheartsmedium.com. Now, this is your day for love and encouragement. And I want to give a big shout out to my West Day family, my bishop, and all my personal best success friends and supporters. This Transformation Show for Success broadcast is designed to challenge and inform your listeners each week with interesting and knowledgeable special guests that include artists, educators, singers, writers, technology experts, health educators, women professionals from all walks of life, college presidents even, and ministers of the gospel. And these guests will share their stories of transformation and give you the principles and steps they have learned on their journeys. Over the next few months, I want you to tune in every Tuesday as my guest and I will discuss some controversial topics such as facing your fears, the poker chip theory of success, and can you really, really think your way to success? Or you get what you focus on, give more to get more. How can I attract the success I want? And what hardships do men really face today? Now, there are many challenges we all face in today's times. Some good, some bad, some ugly. And there are many who are brokenhearted, disappointed, lonely, disillusioned, fearful, depressed, and searching and looking for answers. And it's just good and uplifting to hear stories of those who have met many of these challenges and overcome them with success. So be encouraged as this show will reach out to you and provide you with the principles and steps to achieve personal and professional success on your journey of transformation. Open your hearts, open your minds, Today, we have a great show. I'm interviewing a dynamic, humorous, wonderful woman whom I've known for some time, who grew up in the turbulent 60s. Now, I didn't know her then. <laughs> Became a noted author, international speaker, and interpersonal communication strategist. And she's going to share her remarkable story of her journey of transformation to success. So I want you to email text or call your friends to listen to this show today or you can download the show as it is archived immediately after the live broadcast. Now if you're driving don't be emailing or texting but do listen to the show and have your friends listen to the show as well. Today's show is about transformation and the power of self-clarification and taming a very small member of our body, the tongue. Transformation simply means change. And before you change your life, you must change your thinking. And you must change your words. So what I want to say is that you need to know, first of all, who you are. And it's what I call the power of self-clarification. Who am I? Having to discover who I was, it was critical in my personal growth and development. You need to know that you know that you know who you are. Knowing who I was and accepting who I was was simply the principal key to charting my journey to successful living. Being my personal best 
and fulfilling the destiny that God had purposed for my life. I had to stop the self-destructing and sabotaging choices that I had made. And I came into remembrance that this and something I learned it was so important, that it is always your choice. And when I discovered the freedom of choice and that I was not a succumber, but an overcomer, that I was not adjusting and not resisting, it changed my life. And then later on as I read that in the temple in Delphi, the words inscribed above that temple are, know thyself. And even the ancient Greeks knew that the unexamined life is not worth living. And they knew the importance of self-knowledge and self-inquiry, and that was the key to all other knowledge. So you must know that you know that you know who you are. You must believe that you are special, that you are unique, and you have been given the precious gift of life for a purpose. So now, if you're looking for some magic lamp or magic object to change your life, wrong because it is within you. The choice of what to believe is up to you. In fact, you can choose to believe that you can do anything you set your mind to. And as the word says, I can do all things through Christ who what? Who strengthens me. My first teaching I must share in all of my seminars, whether they be on empowerment, on leadership, or talking about the news. It is about knowing the power of self-clarification. You must know who you are, you must accept who you are, and believe you are special. Whether you want to call it self-confidence, self-esteem, or self-assurance, it's a deep-seated belief that you know you are here for a purpose, and you've been given all the abilities, the talents, the inner resources and skills to step into your purpose. It's not what life hands you, but how you respond to it mentally, spiritually, and physically that matters most. You are important and you matter in this world. And the words you speak are so important to your well-being and success. So today's program is going to evolve around these two topics, power of self-clarification and taming your tongue. So this special guest, whom I've known for some time, I have been so impressed with her journey, her perseverance, her tenacity, and her drive in pursuit of her dreams. So I have invited her especially, and I'm so glad we have her on the show, to share her story with you today. So again, I encourage you to call, to participate, join in the discussion, ask questions, get your pads and pens ready if you're not driving. However, I know this is going to be a very entertaining and informative show. So I want you to remain right there when I come back with my guest, Miss Deborah Begay. So hang on while we take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empire. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the Voice America show this afternoon as I talk with my guest, Miss Deborah Pagay. Okay, Deborah, I want to right now, we have a caller coming in. Debbie from California. Okay, caller, uh, come right in. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Young. Hi, I'm just excited about this program. I just have a quick question. In taming yes. your tongue, um, how is it that, how do you know when it's, just the right thing to say sometimes in a difficult situation, especially when someone's um, going through a different, a difficult time and you don't know if they're a believer or not. Okay. Well, you know what? My guest today has written a book about taming your tongue and she's had over 750 copies sold. So I think she's the expert, Debbie, to tell you about taming the tongue. <laughs> what to say. <laughs> Okay, here we go. My guest. Who Thank you. Thank you yet. so much. <laughs> okay, Deborah. Yes. Okay, did you hear her question? I heard a question. I didn't know if you wanted me to answer now. Yes, I do. Go well, right ahead. Uh-huh. Listen, one of the ways you can tell is, first of all, step outside of yourself and ask yourself, 
how would I feel if this person were to say this to me? If I went in the same situation and I had this, I had these circumstances, what would I want to hear? And you don't necessarily want to tell people what they want to hear, but what would work? What would help? What would make me feel better about the situation? What truth would, could I shine on this situation? So the, and really, I think we have an inherent knowledge of when we should say something and when we shouldn't. Uh, and, and if you know that that person's not receptive or may get defensive based on your history with that person, then this may not be the best time to say it. But there may be a time, but not now. Very good. Great. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Debbie, for calling. Again, this is Voice America Show, the Empowerment Channel with Dr. Barbara Young. And thank you, Debbie, calling from California. Now, I'm going to introduce my guest because I haven't said a word yet. I'm going to say a word about her. This phenomenal woman is an international speaker, best-selling author of 16 transformational books. She's a CPA, MBA, certified behavior consultant, and former Fortune 500 VP. She has numerous books and has sold more than 1.5 million copies sold in several languages. Deborah has been the featured guest on numerous television and talk shows throughout the United States, Canada, Europe, and Australia. And her financial and relational advice has appeared in national magazines, which include Newsweek, Charisma, Essence, Black Enterprise, and many, many others. She's an aspiring motivator, and she has a contagious passion for life and serving others. She's also been on one of the largest boards, which is a billion-dollar humanitarian organization, which is active in over 100 countries, and that's the World Vision USA Board of Directors. She is happily married to her soulmate, whom I love also, Darnell Pagay, and they've been married for, what is it, 34 years now, 36, I do believe. 36. 36, oh my God, yes. time goes by, yes. and they live in Los Angeles, and they have many, many spiritual children. So, Deborah, you know what? Your your background was just too extensive for me to go into every detail on the show. But I'm telling you, you have had such an impressive career. I, I just couldn't wait to kind of get to you. And I'm going to get right to the point because your bio, you've had a vast array of life experiences. You've That's been another way of very, just saying I'm an old person. <laughs> you're not. You're seasoned. I like to say seasoned. <laughs> I mean, because you really have. You've had a very successful tenure in executive positions and several major corporations and nonprofits. So I want to know one specific thing, too. How did you make that transition? And what do you think caused you to make that transition? I think it was other people's input, really. I, I knew in my heart that I wanted mm-hmm. to do what I'm doing now, but I also mm-hmm. was passionate about what I was doing in, in my job. I was a CFO at Megachurch, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that as well because it all involved serving people. But I think what made me make that transition is that I realized that I had a message that I wasn't going to be able to get out there if I didn't get out there and be very intentional and do it full-time. And that was the big thing because uh, money was going to be a big issue for me. I, I, I didn't want to suffer financially. <laughs> well, you know, that's a big issue with a lot of people. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going back and reflecting on something, too, because when you 
most people, let me put it this way, many people who come out of financial management, you you know, we've already talked about your background, CPA, MBA, most of the people who are in finances or in accounting are usually introverted. And definitely, you are not introverted. And mm. usually, and I, I, I'm not trying to put this on everybody and pigeonhole people, you know, because they're in finance, there are different personalities. But the fact is that you came out of that financial world to come into a world where you're dealing with helping people with uh, their their relationships, uh, controlling their tongues, helping them with their confidence level, how to con- you know confront without offending, and all these books from a financial background. I mean, because many of your books don't have a lot to do with finances. Of course, nope. you do no, have one don't. with finances. So I'm yeah. just you know trying to get into how did you know that was in you, and how did well, you get it out. Well, let me tell you, because what I noticed about finances is that it's all behavioral driven. And once I realized that I can teach people all day long how to make a budget or do something technical, but the truth of the matter is that every decision we make is based on an emotion, even even good emotions like the desire just to be secure. And so I said, let me just go, you know, peel the onion and get to the root of why people spend, why people clash. And what I've determined, Dr. B, is that just most people – even in, even in, let's just say, in mar- marriage, where money is the number one cause of marital tension, when you peel the onion, you know, we, we have different fears, expectations, and beliefs. And so I think it's important to start at the beginning. So I'm on a mission now to really just understand the basic be- beliefs that underlie our financial behavior, our relational behavior, and all of that, because there, there is a source there. But let me go back to the beginning, because one of the things, too, when I talked about the power of knowing who you are, here we have a young woman who grew up in the South, and I talked a little bit about that during the turbulent 60s. We know what that was like in a Southern town. How do you uh, explain how you came into that power of knowing who you were and then orchestrating that or navigating this field of success for yourself? Well, I tell you, now, my faith has played a major role. It's probably the most significant role in my my career decisions. And while mm-hmm. I did grow up in the Jim Crow South with a lot of racism during the 60s, mm-hmm. I grew up mm-hmm. when they still had separate facilities for black people and all of that, and I am not upset with anybody because, as I always say, everything works together for my good. But that mm-hmm. was a time when I really had to cling to the word and to believe that no man could thwart God's purpose for my life. So Isaiah 14:27 became very foundational to my whole strategy because it says, uh, behold, the Lord has purposed and who can thwart him? And I thought, you know what, either I'm going to believe that or not, or I'm going to get stuck thinking I'm never going to get out of this 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 glass ceiling, mm-hmm. this whole racism thing. And so I just decided that if God is for me, who can be against me? I'm going to have to be excellent. And as they taught us in the South, you're going to have to be twice as good or at least try to be. And so that was my mindset because mm-hmm. I, I love what you said at the beginning, know who you are. Well, you beyond being a woman, beyond being a minority, beyond being uh-huh. an older person. I mean, I'm I'm reaching that age when I'm I, I call myself an older person. No, you're seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> but but the truth of the matter is that n- none of those are deterrents for me. Th- those are uh-huh. all just distinctions. They're not deterrents. They may be distinctions, but I just believe that I can do all things. I really do. I believe I can do anything because I am connected to this all-knowing, all-powerful God and who's always present. So that's, it's the mindset. It's, it's, it's the mindset. I'm, I'm very now, clear on that. 
Now tell me this, did you grow up in a church? Because one of, one of the things is, you know, we have people who are church and people who didn't, because you happen to be exposed to the good book. I call it the manufacturer's manual, because he made us and he created a, a manual yeah. for us to follow. But not many people are, are so aware as you were at a young age. So I did know. you grow up in a church and you were exposed to the word where you could I, grasp I, I that? I was. But not not mm-hmm. necessarily always in a positive way, because despite the fact that I was exposed to the work, the things that went on in our household mm-hmm. pretty much contradicted everything that was happening in the Bible. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was domestic violence, and I, I, I just observed that and say, listen, that is, I want to be more empowered than that. My mom didn't have an education. She had seven children, and I thought, I don't want this to be my plight. So mm-hmm. I, I can't mm-hmm. say I was self-motivated, because I really believe that, you know, it's God working in you to do everything you, that you do. But I saw what I didn't want, and that was that was the key. I saw what I didn't want. I was very intentional on how I wanted my life to look, and no matter what, I was going to stay focused. I wasn't going to get involved with guys until I could take care of myself. I had an attitude. Boy, you did, didn't you? Oh, I had an attitude by the time I got married, but the Lord helped me with it. <laughs> Well, you know, it is really, really something because I had said earlier that the belief in yourself and believing that you're special and believing that you matter, believing that you deserve better, believing that you're precious, believing that you have a destiny, a purpose. And that is something that, no, I know, Deborah, came out of you. I've known you for a few years and it it emanates from you, knowing and walking a woman of purpose, a woman of God. So that I thank you for, uh, for sharing that. Uh, Now, making that transition uh, from financial executive, I mean, because you were, you know, at the top of your game, doing very, very well, and then having to t- make that leap of faith when all of us are saying, oh, what am I going to do? I got income here. I got things I can depend on. And now I'm going to just jump off this cliff <laughs> and become an <laughs> author. Or, well, oh my well God. again, you know, that has to be slightly intentional. I, I say let's make sure you get positioned to, to fulfill your dream, meaning, you know, don't have the debt. Try to live beneath your means so that you save up some money. Okay. And, you know, some things you're not going to be able to see hold the whole way. You, point, you know, you're going to have to do some point, things by faith. take a commercial break, and we're going to be right back. And listeners, don't go away because you want to hear her answers. Okay, thank you, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? 
Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Is there a real magic formula for success, or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer, to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Ah! You are tuned in to the Voice America show with Dr. Barbara Young, and I'm talking with my guest, Miss Deborah Pagay, noted international speaker and best-selling author of not one, but 16 transformational books. And so we are talking about the power of self-clarification, and we're talking about the tongue and confronting without offending. So listen up as we begin on resume our interview with Miss Deborah Pergay. Deborah, okay, we're going back to that transition from the financial executive, the CPA, the MBA, and then transitioning into writing something we've all had a hard time with. And that's what to say and how we say it. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, Dr. B, I tell you, to go from that financial background to writing about human behavior, it was just, it was, it was so scary because I'm thinking, you know, you could, you can sell seminars and all of that if you just do the financial thing or hang out your shingles and get a few clients. But that's not the way I was directed and, and that my destiny was in, was in writing. And there were many times I didn't even know some of the, some of the books I've written about. I'm, I mean, I learned it on the spot almost and just did research, but had no background in it. And probably my most popular books have, I don't have the background. I wouldn't, you wouldn't have chosen me to write that. But that's just how it is. That's why you don't do these self-limiting beliefs. In, in fact, when I started to write, I made this really stupid statement, and I said, now, listen, God, I'm a minority, and I can't make a living writing books because minorities don't read enough. Now, of course, that's totally untrue. <laughs> but I was about to put that limiting belief on myself, because, and that's what, ha- that's what happens. That's why when I talk about taming your tongue, you need to watch what you say even to yourself. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. that you don't, because the faith comes by hearing. You don't need to hear yourself saying these limiting things. And so now I'm, I'm really on a, on a roll to always say, I can do this. And, you know, I'm, I'm never at a disadvantage. No matter what, no matter what, I can do everything. I can do everything I'm supposed to do. I well, need to hear myself know, saying that. How, how did you come actually 
uh, in terms of the idea of thinking about the taming of the tongue, because you've had a lot of experience, and Deborah, you talk a lot yourself. So I did do. You, was this from, and, and, and so do I, but <laughs> did this come from listening to people saying things? Because I've always remembered what you say is what you get. That book was written by Don Gossard many years ago. What right. you say is what you get. And when I read that book, my life changed. Uh, and the, so well, I want to know, were, was it experiences from seeing people saying all these things? No. Particularly I, people in the church or no, you know, no, elsewhere? It, I messed up. I, I messed up with my tongue. I told something I wasn't supposed to tell. Okay. And I put myself on a fast, on a, on a negativity fast. And that's what 30 Days to Tame Your Tongue is about. It's a 30-day fast from negativity, from, 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 being, from complaining or to being harsh or critical or any of those things, being untruthful. So I put myself on a fast. That's how that started. It was just a project, and somebody convinced me that I should write a book, and I didn't know it would resonate with so many people. I mean, men, women, truck drivers. Of course. <laughs> everybody. Of course. Yeah, so that because... was, I call myself the accidental author on that one. <laughs> well, that was a great book. Now, I, I know because it sort of led and flowed into some other books, uh, like Taming Your Emotions, because the same thing, when, when you, the tongue, when you start to say something, uh, a lot of times you're saying it out of emotion and you'll say it before you forget yourself. And you know, Absolutely. it's so damaging to uh, relationships. It's damaging on the job. It's, it's damaging if you, someone tells you something in confidence and you repeat it and then that person tells, I mean, and you have just betrayed a friendship and yeah. caused so much hurt and yeah. pain. Oh my God. Well, and we have to remember that words never die. So whether we're talking marriage or on the mm. job, you know, words never die. That's why you want to watch what you say to your boss and how you say it. I'm amazed at how many people uh, don't get on the fast track because they don't get along with their boss. I say, listen, you have one word for your boss. Okay, that's the word. <laughs> okay, just say yes. You salute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because you know what, if the bug doesn't stop with you and they're not asking you to do something illegal or immoral, you know, I don't, I don't see why there's a need to go toe-to-toe with your boss. Because people aren't going to promote you if they don't like you. And so I say, listen, do what it takes to make people like you. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be insincere, but you don't want to get engage in behavior that's going to cause people to resist you. People like to be around likable people. I know that people didn't like to be around accountants who historically have no personality. <laughs> you alluded to that earlier. I can say that because I'm an accountant. But they would say, are you sure you're an accountant? <laughs> that's right, you know? because you were so friendly. Well, you got to be pleasant. You know, that you, listen, this is all by choice. You can be intentional. We're talking about transform, transformational living. You have to be intentional in how you interact with people. You have to be intentional in the words you say. You don't have to know it all. You don't have to be argumentative. You don't have to be any of those things. You can still have an opinion and just allow other people to have their opinion. This is what I talk about all the time when I talk about taming the tongue. You don't have to do all these things. You don't have to engage in negative in negativity with your words. Because That's they will alienate people. True. Yeah. What what uh, person or group has had the most impact on your life, Deborah? Well, I say I, I I've had several mentors, and in fact, I posted five of them to my Facebook pages this this week. But mm-hmm. I I think that they've all been people of prayer. 
really. They've been women okay. of faith. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't totally been impressed necessarily with people who achieve a lot, and then I hear they're divorced. I'm, that's not a knock on people who've gotten divorced. Mm-hmm. But one of my, my great things in life I don't want, I don't want to be a public success and a private failure. So that has impacted how I run my career. I don't go and do everything. I'm not gone every weekend because I want to stay happily married. So I had people in my that's life good. who taught me the right <laughs> values and priorities. One of the things, though, when you made that leap of faith, um, you know, and your transition to self-employment, was your husband working and you felt that you could do this? Well, you know what? We, we, we knew we could make it work. We, we know how to live beneath uh-huh. our means. And he was working. And he, in fact, he, he was the one who said, I really believe God is calling you to, to go out and speak full time. And I said, I believe God is calling me to keep getting my check and to do this part time. <laughs> <laughs> But but I did I, I did it and then a few years later you know with the with the 2008 um, downturn in the economy his job died and so now we're really out there you know but God is so faithful we we never missed a beat we never even noticed <laughs> we never even well noticed. you know it's so interesting because I, I I've heard many stories as and I'm sure such as yours where a person was you know in the corporate sector and I know one absolutely wonderful minister now of the gospel who was in a corporate environment and he kept hearing God tell him to leave his job. And every time he'd go to do it, baby needed new shoes. (laughs) (laughs) He just would, you know, put it off and he'd delay it until finally, you know, he took that leap of faith. And of course, today he has an airplane, he has his own airplane, a a mega church. And, but not that a mega church means you're successful, but he's teaching and training people to learn how to, live a worthy, successful life uh, and not in debt. And I, I just ama- I'm just amazed every time I hear these stories. But it certainly is yeah. taking a leap of faith and standing, even though you don't think you're going to make it. I mean, I certainly have done that, taking well, many you know, leaps of faith. And that's what faith is all about. But, it's, it's, it's the evidence of things you don't see. And so you, you know, you do, you do, listen, my husband always says, we're in partnership with God. We do our part and he does his. We bring the well, that's natural... Right. We bring our natural talents. He puts the he puts the supernatural piece on it, so that we can do those things that it doesn't on the paper or in in reality look like we should be able to do. And I'm excited about that. I really want to encourage your audience to consider that. Don't have a vision that's so low you got to figure it all out yourself. If you can figure it out, it's really not a very big vision. You got to leave God uh, some space. Right. I always say if you figure it out, it's not from God. If you that's if you right. can do it, it is not something from Him because He always will take you out of your comfort zone. And an area where you feel you can't do it, and really you can't because you need his help. So yeah. that that always is comforting to me. Of course, I think too, Deborah, there are some people who I call high risk takers and some who are low risk takers. Yeah. And maybe those medium. I happen to be a high risk taker. And I when I say that in the sense of, yes, I jumped off the cliff many times because I it's exciting. Uh, yeah. because I know God. And it's either you believe him or you don't believe him. So that's where the test comes of your faith. Yeah, do you believe? and sometimes you just need people to encourage you to do that, to give you that little push. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and so, you know, because everybody's not self-motivated, or as you said, everybody's not a high-risk taker. I always say a high-risk no. taker is a person of high faith, and low-risk takers are people who really believe they need to see right. their way. They're kind of stuck in the sense realm. And so, but there are those of us, I believe God has called, to encourage people to say, hey, you can do this, and, and you know, and I'll be here for you, or I'll be here to help encourage you. I, I think that's so important today. Not to not to diminish anybody's dreams or whatever, but to tell people, you know, you can make it and to give them some practical advice, as we're trying to do here today. 
giving people practical advice. I did save up. I did, ha- I did have some working uh, capital cushion when I stepped out, and that was because I hadn't spent all my money on clothes and trappings. <laughs> <laughs> I had decided to save some money in anticipation of leaving the job. And that's very good because uh, you were sort of, you know, a plan. Uh, yeah. And I truly believe God was guiding you to do that so that you'd be able to do that um, and be able to afford it. I, and I'm thinking of just a personal experience I had when God, when I recareered and God gave me a vision and then uh, said, pay off all your debts. And I'm like, I don't pay off all my debts. Mm. And, you know, I just, I mean, because he was preparing me for the next phase. And I, with working with him, paid off all my debts. It was an incredible, incredible move to move. But he was positioning me for the next event that I well, was going and, to do. And that's critical. I think that's a key word you just said, positioning. And you got to get positioned, you know, so that you can begin to see see the great move that you want. You got to get positioned and what, whatever that means. Sometimes that might mean going back to school. It may even mean getting positioned socially. It could even mean getting your teeth fixed. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? I, I told that story in Kenya, how I had to get my teeth fixed. The Lord told me two things to do. Uh-huh. And he, <laughs> I was wow. gonna. I was so desperate I, with this bad marriage I had, and a lot of people say God hates divorce. Yes, He hates divorce, yes. but in this case, it was a situation where He said, "Wait on me and get your teeth fixed." Honestly, I am not wow. lying. <laughs> I, I just so, said that, but I know that's important it's true. because because image and how you present yourself is important. You know, man looks at the outward appearance. I say that's right. That's a complete statement. Man looks at your outward appearance. Yes, God looks at the heart, but you're dealing with man, and you need to make sure that I'm not saying you got to be perfect and you got to be a size two, no. but you want to make sure you present a professional image or an Absolutely. image that's not repulsive. That's true. It now is. I have, I have a, another real good question because we're talking about some things that I know the audience will love to hear and that is guiding values and core principles that that impacted or influenced your career choices. Give me a couple of those because I think well, it's so important. Well, I I we call it our big principles. Our values I, and we live out our values. Yes. I I call it my fig principle, Dr. B. Frugal integral and generous. Now, I just think that's so important that you plant the seeds of generosity because you're going to need to reap some of that. When you get out there on your own or whatever you're doing, even if you're not on your own, you need the favor of other people. And I like to plant that so that I reap it. I like to extend favor and, and I like to give to other people. I, that's one of my guiding principles, no matter so what, frugal, whether I'm giving advice or whatever. Give it yeah. to me again because I wrote it down. Frugal. I, I call it the FIG principle, F-I-G. I'm frugal, which means I try to live within my means. I want to be integral. I want to walk in integrity. I want to be known for that. I don't, I don't want to insult God by lying and being dishonest or backstabbing in order to get ahead. I don't want okay. that kind of success. That's bad success. I want good right. success. So, good and success, so, And yes. then I want to be generous. I want to always make sure I'm giving to others. I want to, give, I want to share my knowledge. I don't want to have a scarcity mindset that says I've got to keep the secret because there's only enough success for it. Not for everybody. So if I if an accolade for you is a strike against me, or if I give you the knowledge, then I'm going to have less. That's scarcity thinking. I want to make Thank sure I'm you generous right in now, that way. We got to take a break. I hate to cut you off there, sure. but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more, expanding on Fig F I G. So listeners, don't go away. Stay there. We'll be right back with you. Thank you. <music> Find 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. There are 13 unbreakable habits of truly enlightened people. These life-changing habits are discussed on Dream the Life, Live the Dream with Dr. Yomi Garnett. We'll offer an excursion in self-discovery, along with wisdom that will allow you to stay on the correct path toward your destiny. You can find excellence in your life. Tune in every Thursday at 7 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, that's 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for this exciting transformational journey. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home, and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello there, and welcome back. As I'm talking with my guest today, Ms. Deborah Pagay, and we are talking, we were talking immediately about the frugal, integral, generous aspects, which she calls FIG. And these are some of the guiding principles that have influenced her career choices. So, Deborah, I want you to elaborate a little bit more on frugal, integral, and generous, particularly on the generous, because as we were talking on break, there are givers and there are takers. So, we elaborate, my dear, on that. How do um, we handle the takers? Oh, well, we listen, t- we teach people to be takers. I always say we teach people how to treat us by what we tolerate. Uh-huh. If you tolerate the behavior of a taker, then, you know, people are always looking for how far they can go to push the envelope in your life. And uh, I, just, I just don't tolerate takers. I, I have my boundaries, and, and, that's, and that's where I live. I don't, I don't let people feel entitled to my resources, even if they think they, they're vast. And I don't let people borrow my money and not pay me. If, you, if I should happen to, in an emergency, make a, a loan or something, I'm going to make people sign a, a promissory note, and there's going to be a due date. <laughs> All of that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't care. And I and I and I've communicated our policy in our, in our marriage. We don't we don't make loans, but just in case there's a responsible family member who gets in a tight, because occasionally everybody you know may uh-huh. need a little hand up. But I we I'm very clear on, on clear boundaries. So that's how we keep people from being takers. And with respect to us, we can't we can't stop them. We can't. This is what I learned. You can't change people. You can just change how they interact with you. That's so I don't. I, I you, again. You teach people how to treat you by what you tolerate. So I absolutely. don't. I don't tolerate that. Right. Well, that's very good to know. So for <laughs> those, and here again is the power of self clarification. See, all of this does tie in 
uh, Deborah, as you talk about what you, what your principles, your values, how you live your life, your guiding principles and core uh, values come from how you feel about you and being able to accept you generous or not generous, but knowing who you are and staying within that. You know, I always tell people, isn't that I think I'm any better than anybody else, but I know who I am and I like me very That's much. <laughs> and, and you're not trying to be anybody else. That's no, see, you're, you're just trying you to embrace pursue your my uniqueness, goal, stay in my oh, lane, do my thing. There you go. Help I others. Always, yes. <laughs> Help others. That's about it. So that, that, that what is it. Are, you know, I've often thought about this too. When we think of, and I am successful. Yes, I'll tell people all the time. I speak that word. I'm successful and I'm rich because yes. I'm blessed. There you now, go. blessings come in many ways, and with it, there is no sorrow. But what are some of the challenges that you faced? having achieved a certain level of success, because you have sold two point some millions of books and they're in airports. I mean, when you go around in the country, they're in all these other countries in different languages. So I know there's some downside to success. Can you share with the listeners uh, what is the downside to success and how did you deal with it? Well, let, let me just talk about a couple real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I think this whole entitlement thing, as, as, a, as it relates to family and sometimes close friends, people will mm-hmm. feel entitled to your money. And so th- there's this whole entitlement attitude just because they hold a certain title in your life where you're supposed to pay for lunch because you have the money. Well, again, I don't, mm-hmm. teach, people to, I don't teach people to treat me that way. I'll just pull out how much I'm going to pay. And there are times I treat, but there are other times that I'll just put out how much I, my part is and just put it on the table and just keep talking. I don't even think about it. People can make assumptions all day long. The, the other thing that I find as a downside to success is just the, mm-hmm. everybody wants to pick your brain. And time is money. Mm-hmm. You, just can't, you don't have time to uh, sit with everybody who wants to sit with you. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes mm-hmm. people will judge you and say, oh, now that you're successful, you don't have time for the, quote, the little people. Well, listen, I, I, I will always be a little person. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the truth of that is <laughs> gotcha. you have to manage your time. Okay. So in other words, there, there are people who will assume because you are successful that then they can freeload, I use that word, uh, from you or it, that entitlement mentality. You have the money so you can pay for my lunch, or you can take me to dinner, or you can, I hope some people are out there listening to this because it mm-hmm. is so true, uh, the downside to success when people right. will want to take advantage uh, yeah. of you. And then there's the envy. There's the envy because a lot of times, even if you, I don't care how humble you are, your success will remind people of what they're not doing. And that's, and and envy, envy, envy is rooted in discontentment. Envy looks at somebody and says, I want to do what you're doing. And because I'm not doing it, I feel ill will towards you. You got to watch that. Let envy work for you. Let envy be a sign that you need to redirect your life, rewrite the script for your life. If you're envying somebody, that's negative admiration. It is. It's negative it, admiration. It really I is. admire what you're doing, but I don't, I don't like it that it's reminding me of my lethargy. So, listen, I go towards people. If I envy somebody, I'll try to go towards them. Listen, I talk to all the skinny people. I ask them, what do they eat? <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Go to the source. Go you to go. the source. You, you know, go. if you want knowledge, you know, I always told even my children, I train them, look, hook up with the smartest people in your, in your uh, statistics class. Hook up with the smartest people in your research methodology class. I mean, go to the source. Go to the people that have right. what you want, and they will help you. Right. But, Don't alienate. Don't alienate because a lot of no. times that's the price, the loneliness, you, you, because people will assume that you don't want to be with them. And I, listen, I'm, I'm still my same old 
chicken bone eating person. <laughs> but you know, and that's wonderful. That yeah. is so wonderful. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm always reminded that I tell people uh, we have uh, control over three things in our lives. And that's the thoughts we think, mm. the images we visualize, visualize, and the actions we take, which is your behavior. And destiny is a choice. And I, I was saying that earlier. I, I learned everything when I found out that the choice was the most important thing in my life. You yeah. choose. You choose your destiny. You choose the life you live. You choose the friends that you associate with. Everything begins with you. Your choice. Well, so it's in your hand. Today. I just want to say last minute before we close that you have given a lot of practical advice today. We'll have to have you back on the show uh, at, yes, at a particular point to go into some more detail of some of the things, the empowering messages that you have, because there are so many people who need to hear about relationship challenges and some of the things in terms of their finances as well. So before I close... What practical advice would you give to a young person on pursuing his or her life goals? Two things. Make, well, you know what, Dr. B? I would make sure that they are their goals, not someone else's. The worst thing you can mm-hmm. do is have your ladder against the wrong wall. You're climbing mm-hmm. the ladder to success and then find out that wasn't where you wanted to go in the first place. You talked earlier about clarity. It's important to understand, what do I really want? Not what, not what does my mom want me to be? I, I mm-hmm. met a guy who was a mm-hmm. doctor. And then later he became an engineer because that's what he really wanted to be all along. Make sure you're clear on your goals and and why you're doing it. And hopefully it's to add value to other people's lives, not just so that you can get the accolades of others, others can be impressed. I'm finding that you need to have the passion for what you want to do. Make sure it's something Mm -hmm. that you just love. And and the money will come. We hear that and it's true. It's true. That is so good. So have your own goals, not somebody else's, and know why you're doing it. Have the passion, because when it is your passion, it is not work. Well, today, you can say, is the first day of your life, and today is the best day of your life. I hope that you've enjoyed what we've talked about and discussed today, and I cannot thank my guest, Deborah Begay, enough for what she's talked about today, and we need to hear more from her, and we will. I want to tell you this. Encourage yourself. Be your own best friend. Discover, and I'm repeating her, but discover and know who you are and what motivates you. You are important and you matter in this world. You are important. You are valuable. And you received all the value you're ever going to receive when you were given the breath of life. So you are important. Have plenty of joy and love each day. As I leave you today, Deborah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And listeners, you have a purpose for your life. Discover and focus on your genius. Be better, not bitter. Live better. Do better at what you do best. Be a huge success at the things you enjoy most. I will see you in next week. Listen in as I will have another dynamic guest with a wonderful message of recovery. You've got to hear this. So this is Dr. B, your success coach, signing off until next Tuesday. Be inspired. Be motivated. Be grateful. Be encouraged. Be challenged. And be 
forever transformed for your greatness. Have a very blessed week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.